bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, China's factory and consumer activity recovery weakens in May, while the PBOC cut medium-term lending rates, and home prices in major Chinese cities saw slower growth in May. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's industrial output and retail sales expanded in May as the economy maintained its recovery with continued progress in transformation and upgrading. Industrial output grew 3.5% in May from a year earlier, slower than the 5.6% expansion in April as manufacturers struggled with weak demand both at home and abroad, according to official data released by the National Bureau of Statistics on Thursday. The service sector, on the other hand, witnessed a robust recovery, with the index gauging the service industry output rose 11.7% year-on-year in May. Contact-based service sector sustained strong momentum, with the sub-index for accommodation and catering surging by 39.5% year-on-year. Retail sales, another crucial economic indicator, expanded 12.7% in May from a year prior, yet slower from April's 18.4%, according to the NBS. In the first five months of 2023, China's retail sales jumped 9.3% year-on-year. Multiple consumer sectors ranging from communications equipment consumption to sport and entertainment spending contributed to the surge in consumption. Overall, fixed assets investment in the first five months grew 4% as the construction of major projects accelerated and investment in infrastructure grew steadily. However, private fixed assets investment shrank 0.1% in the first five months, a sharp contract to the 8.4% growth in investment by state entities, suggesting weakening business confidence. Investment in the property sector fell 7.2% in January to May from the same period a year earlier, after declining 6.2% in January to April. The labor market remained weak, with nationwide survey-based jobless rates remained at 5.2% in May, in which youth unemployment hit a new high of 20.8%. Fuling Kui, spokesperson of the NBS, cautioned that the foundation for the recovery is not solid, citing a complex and grim international environment and great pressure on domestic structural adjustments. And earlier on Thursday, China's central bank cut the interest rate by 10 basis points on its medium-term funding for financial institutions, the first time in 10 months, paving the way for cuts in the benchmark loan prime rates next week. The People's Bank of China lowered the rate on its one-year medium-term lending facility loans for financial institutions from 275 to 2.65%, having cut the seven-day reverse repo and standing lending facility rate on Tuesday. China's housing market reported growth at the slowest pace in four months in May, the NBS figures show Thursday. New home prices in 17 major cities increased 0.1% last month from April when they grew 0.32%, while prices declined 0.23% in the secondary market, snapping three months of gains. In May, 46 out of 70 large and medium-sized cities saw month-on-month increases in new home prices, down from 62 in April, according to the NBS. New home prices in four first-year cities went up 0.1% in May, down 0.3 percentage point from that in April. 
in 31 second-tier cities, prices of new homes gained 0.2%, shrinking from the 0.4% increase a month earlier. And prices of new housing in 35 third-tier cities came in flat. China will carry out strengthened measures to further attract foreign investment, the country's top economic planner said Wednesday. These measures will focus on three aspects, introducing targeted policies, reducing the negative list for foreign investment assets, and providing better platforms, Yuan Da, Deputy Secretary General of the NDRC, said at the press conference. In the first four months of 2023, the number of newly established foreign-funded enterprises increased by 31.1% year-on-year, and the actual use of foreign capital was almost 500 billion yuan, up 2.2% year-on-year, he said. China's 2022 catalogue of encouraged industries for foreign investment was officially implemented on January 1 this year, in which the 239 new items marked a record high. The emphasis is on encouraging foreign capital to invest more in the advanced manufacturing sector, modern service industry, high-tech industry and green development. Additionally, the country welcomes more investments in central, western and northeastern China regions, Yuan stressed. Moving on to some regional highlights. Shanghai will push ahead with overcoming technical barriers in the metaverse sector to become a high ground in its cutting-edge field and will concentrate on two main areas, namely immersive technologies and Web 3.0, according to a document released by the municipal government yesterday. Shanghai will focus on developing generative artificial intelligence models to lower the cost of building virtual scenarios and to increase flexibility in the creation of metaverse content, while striving to make progress in the research and development of three-dimensional engine techs and terminal devices, the city's Science and Technology Commission said. Eastern China's Jiangxi province is solidifying its position as the country's biggest hub of lithium resources, with 40% of the country's total proven lithium reserves, the Ministry of Natural Resources said Wednesday. China added 57% of additional proved reserve in lithium resources in 2022, with almost 95% of all added reserves last year were located in Jiangxi. And more specifically, most of them are from two mines in Yichun, known as lithium capital of Asia. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future Nansha District of Guangzhou, Guangdong Province has made remarkable achievement in high-quality development over the past year since the overall plan for cooperation between Guangdong, Hong Kong and Macau through Nansha District was officially released by the State Council. Wei Ming, executive deputy head of Nansha, said on Wednesday the district has attracted 299 new projects with a total investment of 688.2 billion yuan over the previous year, with more than 76% of the projects involving strategic and emerging industries. Nansha reached a GDP of more than 225.26 billion yuan last year, up year-on-year by 4.2%, the most in Guangzhou. The area has also doubled in high-caliber talents to over 20,000 and attracted more than 500 startups from the two SARs, Wei added. Next on industry and company news, China will select 30 cities in 2023 as sites to pilot the digital transformation of small and medium-sized enterprises to kickstart a trial program slated through 2025, according to a circular made public on Wednesday. 
the move targets cities as the actor in supporting the digital transformation of SMEs, leveraging the local government's knowledge of industries and companies, said the document jointly released by the Ministry of Finance and the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology. About 94% of Japanese companies plan to increase or maintain their business layout in China over the next one or two years, and China is their most favoured export destination. According to a white paper released by the Japanese Chamber of Commerce and Industry in China yesterday, which is based on an annual poll conducted by the Japan External Trade Organization, over 23% of Japanese companies regard China as their most important export destination, closely followed by the US, according to the poll, which surveyed 720 companies last year. PetroChina said Wednesday daily crude output of its Baiyan oil field in North China's Inner Mongolia has reached 2,780 tons, making it the first oil field in the region to have an annual crude output exceeding 1 million tons. The annual production capacity of the oil field is expected to reach 2 million tons by the end of 2024 and become the largest oil field in Inner Mongolia, the firm said. Since Time Group, a leading Chinese developer of AI software, has unveiled a 3,999 yuan AI-powered robot yesterday that can play Chinese sport game Go. Since robot uses robotic arms to play Go against people on a real board and has several difficulty levels from beginners to professionals. Since robot managed to integrate huge computing power into a very small hardware, the firm's CEO said. Shares of Eve Energy rose after the leading Chinese battery manufacturer said it received a large order for power storage batteries from US firm Powen. Powen will purchase 10 gigawatt hours worth of power storage square lithium iron sulfate batteries from Eve Energy, he announced yesterday, signing an agreement the pair inked on the same day. Switching gears to financial news. Bank of China has assisted the Asian Infrastructure Investment Bank in successfully issuing 2.5 billion yuan of sustainable development panda bond, the second issuance this year, the BOC said Wednesday. The bond with a five-year maturity and a coupon rate of 2.7% will be used to support sustainable infrastructure development. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks rose on Thursday as the country ramps up rates cuts and the US Federal Reserve halted rate hikes. The benchmark Shanghai Composite added 0.7% and the Shenzhen component rose 1.8%, with Shenzhen's Chinex index rallying 3.4%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng index also finished sharply higher, jumping 2.2%, and the tech index soared 3.6%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.